yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Oh, you like that? Oh, I dropped in there. I came in on the bass drop. The bass drop. The bass drop. I came in right in there. I, I was singing along. You know, we were having a grand old time. It's a grand old time. <laughs> oh, that really came out of nowhere. Out all of the all of the. It's a Kanye West song. What else can I jam out to you? All right, all right, folks. Here's the rub. Here's the rub. Um, we're here. It's Friday. I mean, I just heard that song. I got super duper 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 emotional because oh, it's, I just fucking I love you know a lot of people. I just I love theme parks. I do. I miss them. I love being in them. A lot of people think that it's weird for adults to do that, but I just, it's just, as they say in The Castle, the greatest Australian movie ever made, it's the vibe of the thing, you know, I just love the vibe, I just love being there, I love people, I love the people I go there with, I love people um, in general, not people who um, are, I don't really love people who think that it was okay to, um, to have a Muslim ban, or that kind of thing, you know what I mean? But I do love people in general, like good people. And here's actually, you know what, let's, I'm going to stop with the rambling because I cannot articulate um, as well as um, Charles Schultz, you know, the writer of uh, um, the Peanuts, the creator of the Peanuts. He's a much better, he was a much better order than me. And he made a movie in 1972 with Bill Melendez. It's called Snoopy Come Home. Um, it's a Peanuts movie, obviously. And... Here, let me let me get the let me get a quote up from it for ya. Because I can't I'm trying to articulate my emotions hearing parts of the Caribbean, that music right there, I'm just feeling immense nostalgia and just wanting to be on that boat and smell that water and burning village again. And so here's the Charles Schultz quote. He says, um and I guess it's technically a Schultz quote. It comes in the form of Charlie Brown speaking it during the movie Snoopy Come Home from seventy two. Um, but I don't know. I think sometimes the peanuts were mouthpieces for, for Schultz. He says, why can't we get all the people together in the world that we really like and then just stay together? I guess that wouldn't work. Someone would leave. Someone always leaves. Then we would have to say goodbye. I hate goodbyes. I know what I need. I need more hellos. That's what I, I think about that quote every day. Oh, it's ripping my soul apart. The fact that all the people in this world, um whom I love are going to, they're never going to be in one place. And no matter where I am, somebody will be somewhere else. It hurts. It hurts bad. But I'm, I just, you know, I just, I wish that we could all just live in a compound of joy together, but that wouldn't be right. And I wouldn't want that, but it's sometimes how I feel because I just don't want to be somewhere where I'm going to have to miss somebody. And yet it seems like there's a plate. There's not one place that would solve that problem. I'm just thinking about these things. It hurts a lot. It makes me sad. It makes me emotional. I don't, you know, I, I know change is good, but change is also scary. So it's a lot of things and it really never even processes. It just keeps going and going and going. And then you're like, wow, I really never processed anything. Um, but this is, you know, a little bit (laughs) TMI for the podcast. Um, we're just doing a little intro here for the finale. Um, let's get right into the finale here of this podcast event miniseries that has changed the entire world. Um, I've gotten hundreds, nay thousands of letters from, uh, GMBR fans saying that this is what they've been waiting for all their lives that they are so excited that I, that we've actually done it. Um, and you know, to all those people, I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking part. 
Um, and I'd love to hear your list about the best attraction quotes, because obviously if there's anything that's going to change the world, it's the quotes from attractions at Disney World. And we saved the best for last, folks. Hector Servin is back. The founder, co-founder of Dora Mount. Um, link in the episode description to get some slick tees, great stickers. I believe a design is about to be announced um, two days prior to the recording of this. You can go check out that on IG. Um, a new design that I love and I am super stoked about. And so, yeah, it's great stuff all around. Hector is back, and obviously we've saved the best for last year with the Magic Kingdom, the granddaddy of theme parks, the best of the best. It is obviously the great theme park of all time, and so we saved it for last, and there's tons and tons and tons of quotes. I have to have so many honorable mentions here. Um, and yeah, so we're just going to crush it. It's the podcast event miniseries finale of Attraction Quotes Week. Sad to come to an end, but um, we still got plenty of, we got like 36 minutes or so left to listen to and enjoy, and I hope you do. I hope you remember some of these quotes. Maybe they make you want to go check out that park, maybe again, maybe for the first time. But I love it there. I love it very much, and I cannot wait to be there again um, with the people who I love. And that refers to people from all towns across all regions of both the United States and Europe and South America, and Asia, and um, Australia. I don't know anyone from Africa, but I love love them all. Love the love the people of Africa. And, you know, the five or six of you down in Antarctica, we're rooting for you as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next time, you might see Goodbye Melibrick Road in your feeds. I don't know. I've been going back and forth on it. Because I we recorded an episode with Kristen and Ryan Foley, you know, the regulars, the people who are stopping by a whole bunch on this podcast. And I'm not sure if I want that to be a part of season four of the podcast, or if I just want to drop it as a little special app. Um, I'm leaning towards season four at the moment, but uh, since we ended season three, I've had an episode in November, one in December for Christmas, for the holidays. I had one in January for the best of 2020, and I've had this podcast event miniseries with Hector Servin in February. So if people, I don't know, the once a month thing seems to be a good idea for the off season, but I don't really have any ideas um, f- to continue that during the off season. Uh, this was about the last thing I had in mind. I guess if anything really major comes up, I mean, I haven't done an Evermore podcast yet. I don't know. I'm kind of just thinking out loud at this point. Nobody's really going to even care anyway, because I think you all just want to hear some quotes. So, I mean, you'll probably, you'll see, we'll see you when you see, we see you, but we'll definitely be back and lots of love to everyone. And we're thinking of you. We're wishing the best for you. Um, yeah. Happy February, the month of love, short month, no leap year this time. Didn't go so hot last time either, but you know, we do our best. We do, we do what we can. We do what we can, baby. Um, so yeah, let's take a look. Uh, let's take a listen. Hector, love you. Thanks for coming by. Lots, I'm always rooting for you. Can't wait to see you again. And I know, uh, I don't know who listens to this, except I know for sure my parents listen to it. So hi, mom. Hi, dad. I know you probably listen to this, and I'm up in the room right now, crushing some student teaching. And you're probably, uh, as as John Mellencamp would say, sucking on chili dog. Um, no, you're probably not actually doing that. You're probably uh, crushing on some Duff Goldman. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying that. Uh, and I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> uh, we are in the quarantine, folks. It is not. Uh, it is not over. Be sure to drink your quarantine, Ralphie Parker, Christmas story. 
I'm just a collection of references. I'm nothing original. I'm not my own person. I'm not an individual. Hector Servin. Let's hear it, baby. Folks, we've now been recording for over two hours. I can feel, like, I, I yawned on the last one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just getting sleepy. Um, um, but we're, the energy's back. We're, we're shaking out the jitters. And here we are with number one. We're doing the Magic Kingdom, as Hector just called it off air while we were gossiping about y'all. He called it the Holy Land. Happy Friday! Happy Friday. Fantastic Friday. Um, Frittata Friday? You know, hope. Frittata Fridays. <laughs> Frigga. 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 And we're doing... You know, hopefully you're having a nice one. This is the greatest theme park in the world to me. Yeah, we're gonna... We're really gonna send it home. Awesome. Full send. We, there you go. This is... So many great opportunities. Like, like, with, like, with Animal Kingdom, there's a lot of rides that don't... Like, Cali River Rapids doesn't really have any thing at all. Everest doesn't really have any ride audio at all. There's not really anyone talking on either of those rides. But Magic Kingdom, pretty much every ride has some kind of quote from it. It's like, yeah, there's no... There's no excuse. Like, the only one that doesn't have a quote that I can think of is Astro Orbiter. Um... Yeah, I think they mentioned something. Orbiter? I hardly knew her. There you go, see? <laughs> that classic quote from Astro Orbiter. It's everyone's favorite. Why there's not merch, <laughs> I don't know. We need a pin, and then that pin needs to immediately um, be sold on Redbubble. I think we've got a million dollar idea here. What's a better idea? This or putting portraits of the people from Anatomy of a Trading Card on Haunted Mansion? It's a, it's a very close, tight race, <laughs> but I think the portraits. Well, I think the portraits gives us... Actually, no, actually it doesn't give me an excellent segue into my number five, because the Haunted Mansion is not my number five. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Well, the Haunted Mansion is only a few paces away from my the ride that is my number five, um, which is Pirates of the Caribbean, and Let's go. I love Pirates of the Caribbean very much, um, a lot of great quotes on it, however, the one, I, when I read through the script, there was only one that I could, when I read it, I could hear it in my head, so that's the one I had to put at number five, because I could hear it as soon as I read it. He says, put up your white flag, you scurvy scum. Bring me Captain Jack Sparrow, or I'll be sending you to Davy Jones. And that's from Hector Barbosa. <gasps> me. Hector, yeah, I mean, Hector Servin, Hector Barbosa. Have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? I think not. Jeffrey Rush, where are you? Jeffrey Rush who? <laughs> he doesn't exist. It's my pseudonyme. Pseudo name, I like that. Uh, um, good pick. I, I mean, I, yeah. everyone's favorite. You know, there's a lot of even of the controversial. Well, we wants the redhead. Um, even to the change now, where she says it's the rum thereafter. You know, they, drink up. Even even change, it's so good. 
that's the thing. Like everyone was like, you can't change the redhead scene because when I was a kid, that was the only thing that I thought about when I was in school. And it's like okay. This isn't what Walt would want. <laughs> well, uh, the things that Walt would want should probably be a little far away from the theme park now. Left in the grave. <laughs> Walt would be like, you did what to my all-white community of Epcot? <laughs> you put Mexico in my Epcot? What? Yeah, you want to put other than white in Epcot? He goes... That's why the scheme would not work, because he would have been like, mm. <laughs> There was like, Walt had this great vision for a utopia. It was going to be awesome. It's like, yeah, it was also going to be redlined as fuck. <laughs> we are just stomping over this man. This feels like a his career. We should make a TikTok about Disney and redlining. Uh, we could do it <laughs> if anyone could. It's your boys, DHS, creative genius dude, Dave Hector Servin, Dave Servin, a DS. What does DS stand for? Um, Nintendo DS. It stands in the DS stands for Nintendo DS. While you're looking what DS stands for, I'll give my number five. Please which do. We mentioned how we mentioned earlier how you know some people will consider the monorail and stuff like that the first attraction you get to. Hmm. My favorite. I know they play it in any one that they use. These, you know, the trams. But I love the Spanish version of the of the tram feel. Para su seguridad, por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Oh no, that's for the monorail. So, oh, I guess it works out then. But, yeah, I love <laughs> the Spanish version of the monorail feel. It's a great spiel. I mean. Like, I don't know how to say the Spanish one, but I do know, please stand clear of the doors. <laughs> please stand clear of the doors. And it's like... Like, whenever you go to the Orlando airport, and, like, Mayor Bud Dyer comes over, and he's like, hey, I'm Mayor Bud Dyer, thanks for coming to my city, folks. And it's, like, the same vibe, I feel like, when you get, like, oh, it's like... Have the same je ne sais quoi. <laughs> je ne sais quoi. I love the monorail. That's a great pick. I mean, it's iconic. It's like one of the most iconic things in the world. There is one on the spiel of the trams. I can't remember it. Get the paddy wagon. Disney tram script. <laughs> That's when I realized that Disney was like full on brand was when at the. Once upon a toy, they were selling their trams as a toy. It's like, oh my god, they've literally monetized everything. Yeah, well, I mean, there's different colors. Come on, because <laughs> people are like, oh, there's like when I think about Disney, I think about parking lot six forty with Bambi on it. Like that's Disney to me. It's like really <laughs> love that parking lot, don't you? I get to do that. I mean, I'm still waiting on those Disney T-shirts. Ooh, don't worry. Your little Friday sneak peek. I mean, by the time these come out, I'm sure they're out. <laughs> I am so sorry I have not mentioned Doramon yet, but when I record intros for no, this no, podcast, okay. I will mention it every time. 
No, you really do not have to. It's it. You've been nice enough to do it. All those other times, it, it trust me, it's totally fine. I'm going to mention it. I mean, no. it's going to be I really can't stop. <laughs> every intro is going to be like, "Welcome to Doormount sponsored podcast," but they are literally sponsors of my heart as well. I had. I would love to sponsor this podcast. I had a kid in one of my classes see my sticker on my laptop, and they're like, "What's that?" And I said, "That's Doormount." The I said it was an up and coming um, Central Florida brand that's going to take over the world, and then they walked away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "All right, you old man." They don't. Kids don't get. They they want stickers, but they don't want like the cool stickers, you know. Yeah. No, thank you. I uh, I did not. Again, you are catching me off guard here with the sentiment <laughs> and making my heart grow. I will, I will, I will um, ease your sentiment by saying that DS stands for dual screen. Uh, that makes sense. Nintendo DS had the. T- oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know these things. I I barely understand um, Fortnite. Fork knife. <laughs> What's your number five? The game. Wait, you said your number five it was the monorail. Okay. The Simpsons yeah. monorail. So number four. Um, my number four is um, from the from uh, we're sticking we're staying in advent no well, yeah we're staying in Adventureland um, for because I really want the John Favreau Magic Kingdom movie to still happen. I am taking this. I moment. read that article you wrote. Did you like it? Yeah. It's, yes. It's unhinged. I really did. <laughs> they announced that you were like um who's that crazy guy the um that just spews nonsense uh Rush Limbaugh he's no 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 he uh Tucker Carlson big guy no he's like screw you buddy Bill O'Reilly <laughs> No, no, no. You keep going. Give your thing, and I'll work it Um, so I, I hope against hope that they will eventually come up with this John Favreau Magic Kingdom movie because I want to see a Disney World movie very much. Um, and that's why I'm giving all of my support to the Jungle Cruise movie because I think if the world gives its support to this Jungle Cruise movie that's coming out with Dwayne and uh, uh Miss Blunt, then. They will be like, oh, there's still an audience for theme park movies. We should go ahead with that Magic Kingdom movie that we have on the shelf. Please, God, let it happen. Um, so I'm advocating here now for that and also for my number four quote, which is from The Jungle Cruise. Um, there's so many great quotes on The Jungle Cruise because um, I actually I had a roommate who was a skipper. Um, and he shared with me all the different jokes he was allowed to say. And there were some pretty good ones. Like, I mean, they're, they're obviously corny jokes, but some of them are like uh, real gems. Um, I like when they get meta with it, too, and they, like, make reference to, like, Fantasmic or something. Um, yeah. But this specific one I chose for number four is when they um, they say, since we are in an area filled with rare tropical foliage, I'd like to take a moment to point out some of the plants to you. And then they just start pointing, and they say, there's one over there. Uh, that That's <laughs> one. Um, that's one over there, too. Uh, there's one over there. It's a great. I love that. It's a good joke. Solid. Solid B+. I thought about picking one from that ride, but I was like, it's, it feels so improv that I'm like, how could I? A lot of the best ones are the ones that are off the cuff. Yeah. 
And I was thinking of Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah, he's a rage machine. <laughs> you are the Alex Jones of <laughs> Disney conspiracy movie theories. The best part about that article is that within a week it was like irrelevant because it was proven wrong immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but then they were making the Kingdom Keepers show for Disney Plus. They were like, we're going to do a Kingdom Keepers show. And I was like, okay, well, that's like close enough that I'm going to count it just for my own mental well-being. Are they doing it? Then they canceled it. Oh, my gosh. They're like, we're not moving ahead with this project. I was like, what the fuck? I used to think those books are so cool. Because it's a cool idea. I, lo- I love the idea of it. And they're like, we're actually going to spend money on fucking, like, I don't even know what they spend their money on. Like like a, like a night at the museum at Disney. Like, that would be dope. And said they're, like, doing this new movie called Sneakerella, which is, like, I don't even know. I can't. <laughs> I think I think that it would be a great idea to do something like Nightmare at the Museum with Disney. And Nicolas Cage is starring in a movie where he's like a janitor at a theme park and the animatronics come to life and he has to like fight his way out. We're so close to this happening. We are. And it's so sad that... Well, I guess it's not, but our unlikely, unlikely hero is Nicolas Cage. I would... It could be any... Like, I hate Jim Belushi. If he was in the Magic Kingdom movie, I wouldn't care. I just want it to happen at this point. I would want anybody. It's just such a cool idea. It could be fucking... Okay, I'm actually not going to go so far to say as it could be Donald Trump. But... <laughs> I would like to see... I mean... I would like to see him voted out more than I would like to see a Magic Kingdom movie, but I really want to see a Magic Kingdom movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will vote for whatever candidate can promise me this movie. Yeah, I mean, I have no standards. I can be bought. <laughs> um, what's your uh, number four? My number four is actually, I'm going to say it's my favorite ride, but then don't say anything about it not being my number one. It is from the People Mover. <laughs> Amazing. And it's and it's right at the beginning where it's like, um, welcome aboard the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, the quiet and carefree highway in the sky. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland. I mean... And then it's like that space music. There's nothing better in the world than hearing that and knowing that you're about to go on an 11-minute journey of pure bliss. <sighs> it's such a fantastic ride. I feel bad for anyone who doesn't have that ride. I, I just miss having the ability to ride that whenever I wanted. So do I. Now I'm, now I'm <laughs> in the feels. I'm feeling nostalgic now. Well, to get out of our feels, how about we go to your number three? I mean, you had a great pick there. And nostalgia means the pain from an old wound. And I don't think we're going to be feeling any better about it now because the next three are all something that makes me feel very nostalgic and feel very pain from the old wound. I will have a people mover coming up soon, but instead my number three is also in Tomorrowland. And it is from the Carousel of Progress um, because the man who plays John is Gene Shepard. He's also the narrator of A Christmas Story. And he has the best voice in the history of the world because it's the most soothing voice. And when I think about the Carousel of Progress now, I think about how I got to go there on my first day 
of training at Disney World, and I met one of my closest friends, and we sat next to each other at the Carousel of Progress, and we became friends from that point on, and now she lives however many miles away Australia is, and I don't know how many miles that is, but it's very far away. Hello? Me... How many? Hello? <laughs> they do, I just don't understand why they say that, that way. Um... It's true that they say like they had, they put an R at the end of everything. <laughs> it lets like Sorry, I <laughs> it's um there's so many great I mean the whole fucking script of Carousel of Progress could be number three um, honestly or even number one, but I chose specifically um, something that has in a part of the quote a quote that has influenced the way I speak at times where I literally have adopted some of this um, vernacular. Um, is when he says, I think it's in the Halloween part, he says, we do have television when it works. Gives you something to do after you come home. I kind of like it, you know? Guy named John Cameron Swayze gives us all the news, and then they have all this singing and dancing. A lot of fluff, but it's fun. I love that quote. <laughs> You're right. I, I do. The whole ride is very, like, memorable in terms of, like, the script. It's a I do have script. a carousel of progress on my list. Do you have it in your number three? No, again, it's a <laughs> fuck <laughs> number two. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! What is your number it's three? The one after the three. But my number three. Um, if you were ready to move on, I'm fine. No, yeah, I mean we we know how lovely this is. My number three is coming from a very um, underappreciated attraction. And I know a lot of people probably wouldn't agree with me on this one. But it's from the Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, God. <laughs> a, a very beautiful gem. Um, and it comes from those little sun violets from the Sunshine State. Bunny, Bubbles, and Buella. It's The quote is from their lovely song. And it says, oh, the guys that turned me on, turned me down. <laughs> I just think it's such a, a funny it's a funny line that you're surprised to hear yeah it's not quite disney the guys that turn me on turn me down and it's true you know when have <laughs> we been out in the world when the guy that turns me on also turns me down I've been turned down by many guys. Yes. Same. Turned down for what, though? Honestly. Let's go back to Universal, baby. Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, none of those quotes made it. <laughs> I did have it on my honorable mention, but I just didn't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even... It's a dishonorable mention. <laughs> well... The only thing I hate more than it's tough to be a bug is the country bear jamboree. So, God, those fucking bears terrify me. They are wonderful. They're freaky. And the movie's just as good. I would be reaching down into my freezer to serve somebody ice cream. And when I would grab the ice cream and then stand back up, I would look and there would be a bear staring right back at me. And I was like, oh my God, I want to punch you in your smug slack jaw. <laughs> But, I'm sorry. yeah, my, my number two is not going to have anything about the Country Bears. Um, my number two is going to my 
second favorite attraction in the entire world, which would be Uh-oh. the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I used to be afraid of this ride. I'm no longer afraid of it. I love it so much. And there's a lot of great lines from it. I'm sure, I mean, I could probably pick out any quote and it would um, not only make the list, but it would also uh, be better than all of the ones from Animal Kingdom. Um, but my number two is Madame Leota saying, Wizards and witches, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing a bell. I love That's my favorite of her rhymes. Just because the way it she's... It is a, very... The way, the way she says ringing. It's one of those that it's like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The way it put delivery on it. <laughs> it's She's one of the un- most underrated actors in the history of Disney World. Yeah, that whole story about like it being, you know, it being that lady and then her daughter ends up doing it. It's like crazy. It's like, it's like family time at the Haunted Mansion. It, it, it really is like one of the, it, which is why I like that piece of information is because it's like, it really is like an all in the family type thing. It's like those two ladies and claim like yeah that's us <laughs> must be nice to be in the haunted mansion forever yeah. you're always looking for another haunt there's room for a thousand I will say the haunted mansion is on my list oh I shouldn't have said that um, <laughs> anyway so <laughs> my number two <laughs> my number two is something carousel of progress a little spoily. And it is, I think it's, I think it's in the first scene. And it's when the sun comes out and he's looking through the little scope things. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And he goes, ooh la la, so that's little Egypt doing the hoochie coochie, eh, dad? <laughs> God, the lingo. Yeah, something about, something about that is really funny to me. It's like, uh, well, then he goes along with it, too. He's like, yeah, she was a knockout. Yes. Yeah, and then he's like, oh. oh. It's like, no, you nasty. He gets his little pervert dad on the Carousel of Progress. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I I was listening to the, like, watching the video for that ride, and he sounded a lot like, um, nor McDonald. Huh. And it, it got me to thinking, like, I would like Norm McDonald to do it. Well, if ever they update it and they need somebody to replace Gene Shepard, which I, my heart would break at the thought of, but I do like Norm McDonald as well. I think he can make it funny. He's a... He's a... Funnier. He's a good at... Uh, I love his Burt Reynolds. Uh... Turkey. I didn't <laughs> um, I knew his impression of Burt Reynolds before I knew anything about Burt Reynolds and I was shocked to see that it was like actually like an accurate impression <laughs> yeah I thought he was just like half-assing it and being Norm Macdonald but it's very accurate yeah it's yeah, like spot on <laughs> um, well do we have honorable mentions before we get to the number ones here Um, I personally didn't write any 
I wrote down one honorable mention, and it's uh. That's it. Actually, no, I wrote down two. Um. Um. Let's see. It's uh the first one is a it's very iconic. It's um, hold on to your hats and glasses, cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. It's good. It's a you know it's a classic. You know, gotta give some love to yeah. Frontierland. Um. Because this I, is the wildest ride in Andy's backyard. I do like me some Slinky Dog Dash. <laughs> um, and besides, like by the time we release this, who knows? Maybe um, Splash Mountain will be no more, and then it will be irrelevant, and we don't need to worry about that uh, ever again. Um, and then what is the so then the other one I have I didn't write down the quote I wrote down like a thing to jog my memory of it and now I'm like oh I should have probably found the actual quote let me if I can just get into the headspace of it um ladies and wait no hold on ladies and gentlemen boys and girls no that's not it (laughs) good evening ladies and gentlemen boys and girls Dreamers of all ages. Tonight's ah fuck. I used to know this by heart. God damn it. What are you getting at? Is it the fireworks? It's what they say when they try to prepare you. All right, here we go. It's like because they they play like the instrumental like like orchestral versions of Disney songs, and then it comes in with like, "Good evening, ladies and gentlemen." Boys and girls, dreamers of all ages, in just ten minutes, the Magic Kingdom invites you to enjoy our nighttime spectacular happily ever after. Presented by Pandora Jewelry, our journey will begin in just ten minutes. Ah, I was lucky enough to work ODB at Magic Kingdom, so I heard that every day that I worked, and it was the best. I will never have an experience like that again. That was I was so lucky, and it was so magical. And I just love that with my whole heart. That is very sweet. I do not share the same memories as you. I did not work there. But I I actually don't... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I actually really... I don't... It's not that I don't like it. I just don't care to watch fireworks or parades and stuff. But I will say... I guess I can make this an honorable mention. Is when Holly, Halloween time comes around... And they do the parades, the boo to you parade. I love the boo to you and you and you. Happy Halloween. I, I also love when um, in that parade, when the chicken clucks a song. <laughs> oh. Um, but it's like a weird song for the parade. Yeah. No, I can't think of that. I, I can only think of that. Um, the boo to you and then the... Um, Something, something in the dead of night. The grim getting. Oh, I guess that's just the song from. But Mansion. they do they <laughs> interweave like the haunted mansion and the pirates songs into it. Yeah. Grim grinning ghost in the dead of night. Dun, 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 dun. But something about the boot to you and you and you. Happy Halloween. It's the hallow Happy Halloween that I really like. It's a good quote. It's very um, to the point, and we're we're about to celebrate Halloween here. It's too bad we didn't have any booty use this year, though. I mean, by yeah, by the time this comes out, not really, but yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, it's Halloween in like fucking I don't know. Couple days. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Um <laughs> And do you um you don't you didn't men- you didn't you don't mention that you don't like parades or fireworks too much, but have you ever did you ever see um Mickey's what is it called? Mickey's The Mickey's, Rain one? The what? The one that they play when it rains? No, I've never seen that. Oh, it's it's cool. What I've come it? to find out that it's a rare occasion. Oh shit! What are you recording? Uh, I'm not sure. My battery dropped down a little bit, so it's I put the you have twenty percent battery left. Um, thing. So in case it only just happened though. So in case you missed, if in case that stopped recording for any reason, we were just talking about the rain parade. Um, is all, um, no, it's called Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration Stage Show. Have you seen that? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) It's so good. No, I have not seen that. It's amazing. Are you sure it's, are you you sure it's recording? Sorry. Yeah, it's recording. Okay. Um, because... People shit on Mickey's most merriest celebration because it has um, the song "Text Me Merry Christmas," and look, I w- oh, it's from the Christmas party. Yes, it's from the the very merry Christmas party. Okay. And I'll be the first to admit that when I first saw the show, I was like, "Text me Merry Christmas!" Oh my god, that's cr- so cringe. I hate it. But then I started listening to the show as like music during the holiday season, and it grew on me a lot, and I really like it, and it makes me happy. I do remember the uh, the the general outcry of <laughs> uh, you know for that song. I Text do remember pe- people being like, "It is not good" or like cringy or whatever. It was like, "If you're far from me, say brb." <laughs> <laughs> um, we can move into our number ones now, though. Um, as I mentioned, I love the People Mover. It's my favorite ride in the entire world. Um, and it's my number one quote comes from the People Mover. And I have a good story for this as well. Um, but the quote itself is, Paging Mr. Morrow. Mr. Tom Morrow. Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower to confirm your flight to the moon. And it's an amazing quote. It um, makes me feel very happy just to think about it. Um, and I just love it so much i love that it's a part of the ride i love that they went that little it's not a whole lot but they went to the extra step um and even things like mickey star traders will evoke that same kind of feeling in me however the story um is that we were we went into space mountain which is where you hear this quote but when we first went into space mountain um the ride stopped and then the person comes over and they says like they say like please stay seated please don't move while we get the ride it'll start moving pretty soon um and we were like, okay, yeah, sir, fine. We'd like the ride, and we were happy to stay on it if it breaks on for half an hour. Never mind, thirty seconds. Um, and so we were just sitting in there, and the person came back. Out, they came back on, and they're like, the ride will start moving now. And then we just kept going. And then we passed by um, the thing that said, "Paging Mr. Morrow," and <laughs> it said, "Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower." And um, my sister's fiance, who had never been on the ride before. Um, was he? He shouted out, "What's real and what's ride?" <laughs> <laughs> and it really made me laugh. He's like, he wasn't sure if that was a, if they were back on the intercom. 
Uh, you made me laugh. <laughs> that's a good, that's funny. It's a great quote, yeah. and we yeah. know what you're right is for number one, but we we don't know the quote yet, and I'm rubbing my hands yeah. together. I'm curious. I slipped up. I you know. I slipped up. I made a mistake, <laughs> and I accidentally I ruined the surprise. But my number one is from the haunted mansion, the haunted mansion, mansion. Le, le haunted mansion. <laughs> Um, and it's, I'm going to say the, like the full sentence, but it's the last part that I love that I absolutely love. And it's, and consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. Of course, there's always my way. It's that, <laughs> it's that last part. Of the, of course, there's always my way. I, I, something about that I love. I, I like can't get enough of it. If I could just sit there and listen to him say that all over and over again, I would. It's a perfect quote. Honestly, it's one of the best ever. And again, it's uh, you know, they sneak in that, <laughs> um, that kind of not too friendly subject, but. They get away with it. It's, um... Did you watch the Imagineering story? Yeah. I liked, um, as well, when they said, um, your cadaverous, whatever, portrays an aura of foreboding. And then, so the guy was like, I would have just said, you look nervous. You look nervous. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it's so well written. It's funny that you bring that up because anytime I think of the Imagineering story, I think of that line because I laugh so hard when he says that. He's like, "How would you?" He's like, "How would you? How would you could even write that? Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding." I would have <laughs> just said, "You look nervous." <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I love Exintensio and his writing abilities. They're, you know, they're legends for a reason. Well, Hector, in the world of Goodbye Melbourne Road, you're a legend because. <laughs> You're now a nine-timer. I am a nine-timer. That is nuts. You're close to double digis. I know. Everyone... Now the question is, what's going to be the, the Big Ten? You know, What, what, <laughs> what episode is going to be the Big 1-0? When I think about the Big Ten, I'm thinking, uh, like, fucking Ohio State. Sure. I don't understand <laughs> the reference, but... Um, please, everyone... Shop at Doormount. We will. I'm. I'm gonna be confident and say that we will have these things ready, but by the time that this is, comes out, so wow. I guess I'll just say it. Um, so yeah, right now we're currently having our home is where the heart is. Uh, t-shirts on sale right now, and ten percent. We take off ten percent of each item you purchase, and we donate it to, you know, local cause or whatnot. Um, that doesn't sound good, I'm sorry. But we donate to a local cause or charity of some sort. And for theme park apparel, we are donating to the cast member food pantry. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I'm really excited. It's been a passion project to have these this collection. And, um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy the shirts. And there will be lots more to come for this collection. I love being a loco local. And we love you being a local, <laughs> local. Please, everyone, go to Doormount. They have... It looks so professional. I'm on the website right now. It's just so sleek. 
Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. We have to fix a couple of things. There's, you know, like the fonts and stuff, but, you know, just minor details. Just cleaning it up a little bit. Clean up the edges. Needs the polish. Well, Hector, thank you for doing this mega special podcast event. I've never done a week-long event like this before. It's very exciting. It's like... (laughs) It's like um, it's like when uh, Timberlake was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he was there all week. It was Timber Week. Mm-hmm. It's like Hector it, Week. It, yeah, it's yeah. You're right. It's the Hector Week. And I'm thank very thankful for you for agreeing to it. Uh, I know it's a lot to have a whole week of of Hector, but you know we're here. I mean, we just recorded for nine hours. I I mean three hours. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, there's no way we've been here nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, uh, John Lennon. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll be signing off. Um, this has been a great way to spend a day, a night. This has been the best. Um, and thank you.